This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap for Thursday, the 29th of September 2022. Sean Priest is here. We have special guest Robin Christofferson and all the news from yesterday's big Amazon event. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you today? I am excited, Stephen Scott. So excited. Do you know something? Do you know what really baffles me sometimes about the world we live in, in our tech world? Mm. Is yes. that despite how connected we think we are, you just miss <laughs> things all the time. I am, I am constantly like amazed when events just happen, right? And, and they don't always just happen. You know, they obviously are planned, they're set up, yes. and you know, they do yes. inform the press, and some press do find out about it. We don't. We never find out about anything. We never. They never tell us anything. I, I didn't even smell it. This one, I had nope. no idea. And all of a sudden, quick, it's happening. The Amazon event. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. I'm actually quite happy about this because you know I do like Amazon quite, events. Quite happy. Well, I am. Well, well yeah. Exciting event mm, of the tech year. Can I tell you something? I was quite excited about it until some of the products announcements, and then finding out the availability as well. Because this is the other problem. Yeah. A lot of great products get announced at Amazon events, but they don't always show up in the jolly old, you know, UK or Canada. Mm. So Or anywhere in some cases. Or anywhere, yeah. They just never appear, which is kind of <laughs> weird. I mean, I, I will say I think this time around they haven't done what they usually do, which is just seem to throw a load of ideas at the wall and see, see what sticks. I think they've yeah. actually given this one a bit more consideration and thought about updating existing products and making sure they're working. So we're going to talk through some of that today on the show. We're not alone, though. We've got Robin Christofferson joining us uh, from AbilityNet in the UK. He is our uh, man on the ground. He was actually due to join us today to talk about Audacity. That was our plan mm-hmm. to talk about uh, Audacity and all the cool things in there. But, um, yeah, well, we'll see how this goes. Maybe we'll talk about Audacity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to be a special guest. I want to be one of the gang. Okay, fine. Right. Okay, you're just one of the gang. I was trying to make you feel better, but okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. No, don't uh, don't um, over egg it. I'm not special. Let's just go. We were making you you special, Robin. You're special to us. Yeah. Exactly. In the nicest possible way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) shall we talk about some product launches? Uh, So Amazon, yeah, just seemed to drop this event, although it was announced, I think, a week ago. Uh, I didn't know about it until last night. Missed it. Yeah, well, last night it was on, mm-hmm. uh, what, 5 p.m. UK time, 12 noon Eastern. Actually, just as our show was going out on AMI-audio, just as it started, the Amazon event started. Uh, yeah. I hope I didn't put you off listening. Because, um, you know, there's plenty no. of other reasons for that. And, you know, you, you could choose any <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Except they couldn't have watched or listened to it if they wanted to. Cause, Actually. Uh, yeah, well, that's right. It, wasn't, it, it was a virtual invite-only event. Which nobody uh, did seemed we get to be an invite? invited to. No, we are no. obviously not special enough. No. It's, it's Thank a, you, Amazon. It's kind of bad, right? When you ask yourself, "Can I be part of your party? Can I come to your party?" Yeah. I don't like please doing let that. Us in. Can you let us in, please? But no, they wouldn't even let us in, even when I asked nicely, yeah. and I, even I asked nicely. And we know Robin would ask nicely because that's what Robin does. He does nice things. Yep, they said really sorry. In fact, he came back and said. Sorry, it's not being streamed, which um, <clears throat> Rubbish. wasn't strictly true. <laughs> no. Basically, it's the same as the, the music is blaring in the background. Did you hear all the laughing? What party? There's no exactly. party going what are you on. talking about? That's right. I don't know what you mean. There's nobody here. I'm just here. watching telly. <laughs> um, well, listen, before we start, actually, just, just pointing out, uh, just, just going back to that, that comment about, you know, if you, if you maybe w- w- weren't listening to this for whatever reason. Well, Dean emailed in from New Zealand. I want to pick up on this. Because, uh, well, it kind of made me laugh. So Dean wrote in, he said, I discovered your podcast work by a great accident back in March oh. of this year. I love how people find us by accident. I mean, um, a great it's accident. It's like he tripped over, accidentally pressed a button that he'd never <laughs> pressed before. That's right. And suddenly we came out. <laughs> I wish that was how it worked. Um, although, then again, maybe not. Uh, but anyway, he says, uh, found you uh, by a great uh, accident back in March of this year. Uh, of course, when it was uh, the other podcast, Blind Guy, and I have listened ever since. Now, you sound like an interesting fellow, Stephen, with a great voice for radio. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks, Dean. Um, nice. I'm sorry to say, I can't see anything positive about Sean. <gasps> oh, what? Dear. Oh, 
This is Hello. his words. This is Dean's words, not mine. I didn't write yeah. this. Um, <laughs> okay. Although, no, no. but no, uh, I've written similar, yep. but not, not this one. Uh, but he says, uh, whilst uh, he may have knowledge to offer, what's mm-hmm. with his heavy breathing all the time? And yeah. s- sounding often dramatically surprised and shocked about seemingly <gasps> everything. That's unbelievable. That's, 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 that's just a travesty. Uh, oh, hmm. I've forgotten. What time is it? I, I, I need to get to my Overactors Anonymous meeting. Um, <laughs> well, he says, I Carry hope, on. I hope you consider having Robin on to replace oh. Sean. <gasps> Even I'm guessing that one. Happen. Replace. That's, that's criminal. That, what a suggestion. It. No, no. That's it. Go on, Robin. Uh, no, I'm muted. Uh, it's all yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll learn to regret his uh, requests. Yeah, I enough. think he will. Yeah, sorry, Dean. I think you've probably uh, you've probably brought this on yourself. Um, he does have questions. Should we answer these questions now? I mean, you know, after that. Oh, of course, it's a fair point, Dean. You're absolutely right. I am a terrible person, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, right. Okay. Wow, well, he's is... even going to answer your questions now, Dean. That's what a guy! I mean, this is a top man. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd have deleted that email first. by now. If, if that was said about me, I'd be deleting that email. I'd be like, no, you're all right. You can keep your questions. We're all different. It's fine. Uh, so he does have two questions. He says, now I got my new iPhone 14 Pro on release day back on the 16th. It takes a bit of getting used to going from a home button to a phone without also from the SE. Mm. Or maybe the 8. Um, mm-hmm. He says, question I've had, I have with the app switcher. When I do the... Oh, this is for you, Sean, actually. I'm going to let you answer this one for Dean. Um, because you, you're always raving about how wonderful the uh, the the home yep. swiping thing is. You don't is. need the home button. Absolutely <laughs> correct. So he says, when I do the swiping up with one finger and I hear lift for app switcher, I do, but I don't think the apps are actually turning off. They don't show up on the screen like an old phone. Blind swear keeps on talking, and I have to turn the phone right off and then back on to resolve the issue. Really annoying. How do you resolve this? Mm. Okay, that. Sounds very, very strange. So you're doing it absolutely right. As you heard, it does announce uh, lift finger for app switcher for the first beep or clonk or whatever the sound is. Um, That should take you to the app switcher itself. And then you can simply swipe up with three fingers through every app that's in the app switcher to close it or do a single finger swipe up and down to choose your action, close or activate. Um, But yeah, honestly, I haven't noticed any issues with the app switcher myself. Robin, is this this, uh, an iOS update? Has there been a bug with the app switcher at all? No, but I mean, I don't. I have a home button. So, um, yeah, it's working fine for me. Well, actually, having said that, the focus remains on the first item nine times out of ten. So you're flicking left and it just goes bonk, bonk. So then you have to use explore by touch, find the others, and then you can flick through them. That's a good point. Also, I believe in the first iOS. Oh, sorry, sorry, Uh, Sean, just to interrupt you for a second, uh, because I think you're, I think there's something strange going on here. So uh, Dean wants to silence you. Uh, You're you're answering this question, but it seems the technology is silencing you as you speak, because you're actually becoming faint in my ears. Oh. I think we're back to another episode of What's Wrong with Sean's Mixer. Shall I shout a bit louder? Am I coming through loud and strong? That's better. Yes, there you are. Okay. So I was saying that I believe in the first iOS 16, there was a bug. Whereas if you had uh, some sort of, was it the per app colors on, uh, that the app switcher wouldn't work. Now, that's the only bug I know. But since the latest update to iOS 16, that has been fixed. So, um, yeah, honestly, Dean, uh, to live up to your expectations, I can't help you. The, I, don't know, I don't know what the problem is. It should the app switcher should be populated, and simply as Robin said as well, once you get onto the focus onto the app, then swiping up with three fingers should close it down. Okay, well, so, I'm going to let you sort out your sure. microphone there, just while we uh, ask okay. this next question, because I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but I just want to mention uh, this second question uh, that Dean asked. Uh, I think this might end up coming to me. He says, is there a way in the magnifier app to keep the people detection, door detection, and image detection always on? As every time I open the app, I always have to start them all up individually. Again, annoying. I haven't found anything in the magnifier app settings that would suggest that this can be done. It gets really frustrating um, and actually goes really well when working. But, of course, not always accurate, but pretty darn mind-blowing, he says. Um, I mm-hmm. hope you can answer these questions for uh, us because I no doubt, no, have no doubt that you know these things. 
thank you. Well, thank you, Dean, for the vote of confidence. I appreciate it. Uh, now, I have to say, I think from, and this is the one thing I don't quite understand about people detection and the uh, the magnification and, you know, that whole set of people detection, door detection, whatever it is, is that they're kind of all built within the magnifier itself. I don't think there's a way of being able to activate each one independently. Um, maybe under back tap, possibly. You guys have a chat amongst yourselves. I'm going to grab my iPhone and have a look. I think there might be a way to fix this. <laughs> so if you I, open I, the magnifier, I used it. no, I've heard demos of it, and I can't remember what they did to activate those features after opening magnifier. Is there a gesture? Well, I would have thought it was just. Uh, sorry, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I would have thought it was just buttons there, right? But the the question is, can you automatically keep them on? They must automatically toggle off when you close down the magnifier. So, okay, um, there is Stephen... there is one thing in here that might be of interest to you. So, if um if we look in um, hang on a second, because I turned my voiceover off when I came on here, so let me turn it back on, and let's bring up voiceover so you can all hear it. Oh, look at listen to that. Is that not beautiful? No. I'll just turn. Oh no, hang on. Turn that off. Let's bring. There we go. Bring it down a little bit so you can hear it. Um, Reorder Apple Watch mirroring selected. So what I've gone into here is the accessibility shortcut. I think that might be the answer to your question here, Dean. So you can detect selected detection mode. Okay, so you now have detection mode in your accessibility shortcut, which means when you triple. Click your home button. Let's turn this phone off. Turn it back on. And then turn on. Alert. Accessibility shortcuts. So I've triple clicked and now I've got Apple Watch mirroring. Background sounds. Detection mode. I'm gonna double tap that. Ooh. Now it takes me straight to it. Detection mode on. And now detection mode on. Off. Button. And people detection off button. Door detection. Off. Button. And there you go. So Turn that's on. that might be a way to do it for you. Detection mode off. Okay, so I just tap. Right, okay, fine. Speech off. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. enough. Speech off, please. So will that remember? <laughs> yes. Will detection? it remember the state of those detection buttons, though? If you go back to detection well, yeah. mode, will it? Well, I don't know. Well, you might try that as well. <laughs> well, that oh, was the on. question, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, no, but I thought the point is that he can't get access to it easily, or is it that he wants it on all the time? Right, he on. wants it on Speech all on the detection. time. Right, let's turn it back on. Magnet detection mode on. Okay, so detection and mode is on. People detection off. Turn people on. detection mm-hmm. on. Okay, so I've turned it on, right? Yes. So now come out. Batteries. And then we'll go oh. back in. Alert. Accessibility shortcuts. So just in case you're thinking, what is he doing? As I know that gets asked a lot, but I'm triple-clicking the, <laughs> the home button on the side. Or the... What is it? Do side they call it the side button, yeah. Yes. Not the home button anymore. Apple Watch Mirror Background Detection Mode. Double detection tap that. Mode. Magnifier. And. Button. Okay. Stop Detection Mode. Stop Detection Mode. So I'll swipe right. People Detection. On. On. So it does remember it. Turn off. <laughs> and. Detection Okay, so there you go. So it does work. Speech off. Oh, okay. So he wasn't attacking you. No, 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 no. But that's good to know. I, I didn't. That answers think. the question. Yeah. It does. I think I think we've actually, for the first time ever on this show, answered a question. Yeah, well done. Well done, Thank Stephen. You. Thank you. Well, well done. done. It's taken that level of criticism to make us really sit up and take notice of what we're yes. doing here, Sean Priest. What a surprise. <gasps> That's a surprise. <laughs> Um, but no, listen, thank you for that, Dean. Really appreciate it. And look, we do we, we accept all feedback. Robin said this earlier on, he's like, you're not going to read that email out, are you? And I'm like, of course we're going to read it out. Of course, course we, we are. are. It's fine. You're not going to like everyone. I mean, if I it was, was about me. about Sean's feelings. Ah, well. Oh, no, it's fine. Sorry, <laughs> fa- facts don't care about your feelings, Robin. Correct. Oh, okay. That's fine then. If that's a fact, of course. Um, yes. Right, let's talk about Amazon, because they did have their big fall event uh, and they announced a number of new products. Now, I, I want to start off with the obvious one, which is the Echo Dot, because uh, everyone always loves to know what the new version of that is. Well, I can tell you that there is no difference to this thing physically or even in terms of size. It is going to remain the spherical ball that we've all come to either like or love. Love. 
Do yes. you love it? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love it. It's beautiful. What compared to the third gen? Um, no, I I, pa- I prefer hamburger the pub. version. Yes, yes. I must say, I do prefer that one. But no, it's fine. Robin, do you prefer like that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm easy either way. Fair enough. You don't touch this them very often. Very easy show this one. <laughs> I can't see them. Do you like stuff? Yeah, it's fine. It sounds like yeah, it's all right. Um, okay, well, uh, let's let's get some information about what is new in it because there have been a couple of updates to it. Okay, yes. not so much in terms of size and shape, but let's listen into the Amazon event where the new Echo Dot was announced. This year, we're introducing the next generation Echo Dot and Echo Dot with clock. Now you get even better audio within the same compact device size, clear vocals and up to twice the bass of the previous generation. And with this Echo Dot with clock, we're making the display even more useful. So in addition to the time, the display lets you easily view things like an artist name or song title, your snooze countdown or an upcoming calendar event. And it's bright enough to see in direct sunlight. We've added an accelerometer and temperature sensor. You can simply tap the top of the device to pause and restart music, stop a timer, end a call, or drop in. With the temperature sensor, just ask Alexa for the room temperature, or when combined with routines, Alexa can proactively turn on your smart fan if it gets too warm. This year, we're bringing Eero to Echo. With Eero built in, we added Eero TrueMesh technology, making these the first Echo devices that can serve as mesh Wi-Fi extenders. Each Echo adds up to 1,000 square feet of coverage to your existing Eero network. In addition to bringing Eero built into these new Echo Dots, if you're an Eero customer and own a fourth generation Echo or Echo Dot, in the next few months, you'll also get it through a software update. You won't have to do anything at all. Echo Dot will be $49.99 and Echo Dot with clock is $59.99. You can pre-order both today. Well, there you go. Um... Wow, quite a lot in there to to get through. I mean, obviously the the new uh, or better sound, I suppose, through the uh, double the bass. Uh, if that appeals to you, it's all about you. the bass, no treble, as uh, Megan Trainer, I believe, once said. Oh, well done, you. Yes, Thank you. absolutely. I was a DJ <laughs> one time in my life, you know. I used to rock out. There. I think I think actually that song was probably the last hit I probably played on air. So anything beyond oh. that, I've got no idea. I don't know what any modern music is. Uh, but anyway, yeah, aside that, brilliant, uh, you know, I mean, to get more, you know, bass in it. But I, I don't know, part of me kind of feels, although I, I will say I felt that the, the ball, the echo ball, as I prefer to call it, um, didn't have as much bass as its predecessor, the third generation. Uh, which was smaller. It did, I felt that was a bit more bassy, to be honest. But, you know, maybe that's just me. Uh, so maybe that'll bring it up to, to standard. Well, double the bass is quite an improvement, right? I said a hell of an increase. So, mm. cool. I thought it sounds all right. For the size of the thing, I never expected much from it, right? So, yeah, cool. And, the tap, and less distortion that, the, as well. A little tap on the top as well. That's interesting because you're, pre- you're not pressing a button. I'm guessing you're just tapping the device. To yeah. stop an alarm, or you know, attend a call, or do whatever. So it's like a, it's like a magic tap. Play pause. Yeah, yeah, yep. I suppose so. Yeah, it was weird when they said it had an accelerometer in it. Because I thought, what's you're going to throw this thing around <laughs> now, or give it a kick, or something? But well, it's a ball. Yeah. You could throw yeah. it for the dog. Well, very quickly on the bass thing. I mean, I have always found them too bassy. And in case people aren't aware, you can actually uh, alter the EQ by mm. voice commands. So you can say set the bass to six that's the highest or minus six is the lowest or you know zeros in the middle set mid to three set treble to minus five whatever you want so between six and minus six you can set the bass mid and treble and i just always say set the treble to six set the mid to six set the bass to minus six that's what i do oh wow oh, okay it's all about the treble. no yeah, bass but, yeah but that's the thing yeah all right uh, it's all about the middle Listen, I'll get Dean on to you if you start this again. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. But but honestly, you know, it, it all depends on, on the type of hearing you've got. And some people do find, I find high-end, high-treble really, really hard to hear, hard to listen to. So, yeah, you know, it, it just depends on your, your, your level mm. of hearing, right? So, yeah, it's great you can adjust that. And that's a great, that's a great hint. I should also great say at this tip. point, yeah, I should also mm-hmm. say at this point, Robin hosts, if you don't know already, the wonderful Dot to Dot podcast. So you must go and check that out because uh, there are... Wow. Uh, how many episodes have you done now? Something like 2,400 and... Oh, no, 2,046, wild. something like it's that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Every single day. It's crazy. Sean's on it as well. Yep. Occasionally. Can I just okay. say, we've done 24 of these so far and I've lost count already. 
and you're at two thirty. You can actually tell me how many episodes yeah. of that you've done. That is beyond belief. <laughs> he is a professional. We should he just is. mention as well. If you want to reset the equalizer, you could just say reset equalizer. Oh, oh, there you go. I didn't really do that. Back to wow, them. things yeah. you learn on this show. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like an, a constant education. It's amazing. Look, the big thing, of course, is the Wi-Fi extenders, right? The yep. Eros, right? Let's, Eros. Let's back up a bit here because I think people probably okay. heard Eero and thought, "What is that all about?" So Eero yep. is their Wi-Fi mesh system. So if you don't know what a mesh system is, we're talking here about a way of extending your network by essentially piggybacking off the next one in line. So if you just imagine putting six of these things in a row, the internet just bounces along between them, right? And the, the device, the next device, carries the connection onto the next one and onto the next one and so on. And it does that in order to be able to create a really powerful network, Wi-Fi network around your home. Some homes, like mine, you know, from one end of the house to the other, you don't really get great internet on the other side of the house. So you need something like a mesh network to do that. Now, you can do it different ways. There's power line adapters, which will take the signal through the electrical cabling in your home. Um, but that doesn't always work because it depends on how your house is wired. Say, for example, mine, the top of the house is different to the bottom of the house. So it's still on different ring mains. So it means that the connection wouldn't go through. Um, so that's an issue. You can also use other types of things like extenders and stuff, but those don't always work perfectly because it kind of relies on the previous. It, it, well, it takes what it gets from the previous extender and then amplifies that. So say it gets 20% signal. It's just going to amplify a 20% signal. So extenders yes. aren't great. Uh, mesh is much better. Um, mm. And that's what they're building in. And actually, it makes so much sense that they're building this in to the Amazon Echoes. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I can only imagine how many you guys have in your home, but I know how many I've got in mine. Every room has got an Amazon Echo in it. So, or two. And actually, my mesh system that I've got has three discs to cover my whole house. So I've got three yes. discs, one in one room, one at basically one end of the house, one at the other, and then one somewhere in the middle to try and kind of cover the house. But I've got echoes everywhere. So if they can turn into Wi-Fi mesh or create Wi-Fi uh, in, you know, th from the device, that is brilliant. So th mm -hmm. that's why this is, I think, actually, yeah, as you say, Sean, actually one of the biggest announcements here. Yeah, totally. Definitely. And it's and backwards compatible as well. That's right. So the fourth wow. gen dots. Yeah, that's cool. And super cheap compared to, so Eero have been bought by Amazon. They've had them for several years now. They've always been my go-to mesh network uh, product. They are rock solid. I'm talking on it now. I'm, I've not been wired for years and it's never dropped. And the base station and the extenders cost a lot more than these dots and fourth gen Echo. So, you know, the price has come crashing down. You'll just get them by default when you update your uh echoes so this is amazing or you might already have the fourth gen already so super cool yeah and you think right when it comes to prime day how cheap these things usually become oh yeah 30 dollars right yeah mm -hmm. and that's it you're, you're done now look I, there are of course people who might not want this because they might not want these kind of devices in their home but you know what in that case you're never going to buy one of these things anyway right so that's fine but it is important to say that, that not everybody wants to have these around because it's microphones in every room. I get some people are a bit wary of that. But um, I think for those of us who have invested in it and those of us who are frankly so boring that, you know, Amazon aren't even interested. No. I mean, I, I've noticed that my, you know, I hear people say, you know, oh, well, you know, I, I was talking about something the other day and then I got an advert about it on my, on my Amazon app or on my Facebook account. And I think, I don't get that. I must be really boring. Yes, you are. Okay. Glad we clarified that. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so, Robin, so sorry. Are you, Robin, are you free to do the next um, 150 <laughs> shows for us? Is that okay? Ah, Stephen, shoes, I want to ask how, how you find your mesh network there. Mine? You got, yeah, you've had it for oh, a while, so terrible. how do you find it? Robin says it's great. Yeah, I, I, think, I think Robin's got the right one. He's got the, the, the Eero system. Um, I don't have the Eros. Well, I do have the Eros. I haven't set them up. Yeah, well, oh, actually, right. Yeah, so I've never that, set that them helps. up. It does help. Yeah, it does help if you turn them on. Uh, Take no, them out I, the box. I use one from a local provider here in the UK called BT. That's our, our main um, provider. And it was one of the first ones that came out. Uh, and I remember when I got it, I thought, this is great. This will really improve the Wi-Fi. And it did for a while. But, you know, I think there's a little bit of an issue with it when it comes to authentication. If the power goes... Or if anything changes between the three devices, I don't know how you find this, Robin, but if anything happens, so say someone switches one of the discs off, 
as has happened, um, and then plugs it back in, it seems to rock the entire network to its core, and it just can't nope. handle it. So, you know, you have to switch the whole thing off again. You've got to go through the whole process of, you know, just turning them all back on one by one and just, you know, waiting till it all comes back up. It's not perfect. That one anyway. Yeah, no, I don't, we don't get any of that. So I think it's really, it's, it's as close to plug and play as you could possibly imagine. Mm. One thing I will say though, is that, so we've got Virgin and it comes obviously with its own router. When you buy a Eero base station, the kind of main one that's broadcasting, and then the rest are sort of, you know, this mesh um, boosters, uh, you need to plug that into your modem and then turn your modem off uh, router mode and just make it into modem mode. Yeah. So I don't know how the new Echo kind of ecosystem is going to do that. Are you going to be talked through turning off your provider's uh, Wi-Fi router? Because so that's, so surely that's the base when you get station, rock solid. You would still need a base station, surely, from Eero. Well, that would be work. your fourth gen main echo didn't that say that would be a base no i know well, i i don't think that's going to be your base station does i mean you're not you oh, can't okay. just do all this on, on they are echoes. just the extended okay yeah. well, oh, extended right, right. i think so, so yeah because yeah. i can't so, imagine yeah, how else you would main... do that mm-hmm. yeah you so still need the main up, guys but yeah yeah no it, it's it, it's just an addition if you've already got the eros set up the fourth yep. gen echoes they don't have ethernet ports do they no, yeah, I was it, no, definitely not. Echo Studios do. Do they? I think so. I'm pretty wow. sure they do. He's going to okay. go and have a look now. He's going to go and have a feel around the back of that and check. But I think I think it does. Uh, but because obviously it's got higher, you know, higher quality audio, so I think it does give the option to have. I know the Fire Cube has an Ethernet port, um, but that but the, none of them have been mentioned as having this this mesh support. The only ones that have it are the fourth gen Echoes and the fourth gen Echo Dots. Mm. And the newer, the new ones are coming out. So yeah, I mean, that, if, look, if there's a reason to get an Echo Dot, you know, that's that could be one. Um, and in terms of the sound quality, that could be another reason. Because uh, you know, it, it must be hard for because I, I think about this. Even the base, the, like the very first Echo Dot that ever came out, still works. It's mm-hmm. not like they just cancel these things out. No, I mean, they still go. True. So you know, really, you do have to have a good reason to want to make the upgrade. To me, that's actually a good upgrade. But again, they've kind of killed that upgrade path because. Well, I've already got all these Echo Dots that are fourth gen, so I don't even What's, need to upgrade them. Well, it did did mention the internal thermometer, which uh, uh, right now is only in the big Echo uh, fourth gen, isn't Echo, it? Echo football. Echo Sorry, football. So- soccer which, ball. Yes. We, I asked what the temperature was in the room that that's in, and it said 28 degrees, and it wasn't. So yes, I'm not 100% I don't know sure. how gr- Yes, I'm not sure. Do you know what it is? I can tell you exactly why that is because the, the, the thermometer, right, is inside the ball and the ball's warm. Uh, design so, for Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> just stick I'm around. Sorry. We have got more to talk about, believe it or not. It wasn't just the Echo Dot announced, there were All other right. products. Stay there, Sean. Stay there, Robin. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Amazon's big product announcements here on Double Tap. Send us your feedback to feedback at ami.ca. Leave us a voicemail at 1-877-803-4567. You're listening to Double Tap. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Uh, You know what? I'm here with uh, Sean Priest today. I've also got Robin Christofferson with me today. We're having a chat about uh, Amazon and all their big announcements that they made yesterday. And uh, really interesting, actually, to find out about some of the products, <laughs> one which I think is the most boring of them all. Uh, and Actually, there wasn't that many that were boring, but this one I think was pretty surprisingly boring, uh, and that was the uh, beautiful white Echo Studio. Yeah, that's it. No updates, nothing new. The software update is coming. They'll, they'll do some nice things to it. I, I think it's more to do with the sound. But frankly, a white Amazon Echo Studio. That was listen, that was it. Listen to the disdain in your voice. You should be ashamed. If Why that are was you impressed Apple, by that? If that was an Apple Watch band, you'd be saying, "Oh well, that's that's glorious. I want three of them." I'm not impressed by it at all. No, no it's terrible. That's not it's not the point. It's a bit of a non <laughs> a non event with the the white one coming out. But as you said, there are some other improvements, right? Yeah, just just a couple, but no, nothing that would make it. I mean, look, if you've got one already, as you do then you, yes. you do not need to upgrade because all the features are coming your way anyway. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, look, they mentioned some other stuff as well. They mentioned a remote control, 
Yeah, I know. But look, the the Echo, or what is it called? The Amazon Remote Control or whatever it's called. Voice um, Control. Voice Control Remote or something? Pro. Yes. They added Pro at the end. Um, don't know what's Pro it's, about it. It's got it's got lights in it and a screen. Of course it's Pro. It's got no screen. Um, oh. but it, did that, it, it, no, it, it said it's got light. a screen. No, it doesn't have a screen on it. All right. Okay, it's just a remote control. I'm 100%. I have no idea. Well, who said that? It, I, I heard it. Um, yeah, but look, we weren't you even listening drink. to a live stream. So what are you talking about? It was in the voice in my head. It's oh, got I see. Oh, well, in that case, then it all makes perfect it's got, um, <laughs> it's, got, it's got buttons that you can trigger routines from, which is quite mm, cool. Yeah, and they so haven't got sold these, a, yeah. an Echo like, remote like, in a long You're so time. excitable today. Right, I'm so just saying. You've got the, you've got the regular <gasps> buttons. <laughs> you've got the regular <laughs> buttons to control it. You've got buttons that can control, you know, the usual stuff like Prime Video, Netflix. I think there's a Peacock button as well if you want to access peacock mm-hmm. content quickly that's not easy to say mm-hmm. um doesn't have an ami button on it but maybe it will in canada we'll see um yeah. programmable uh but well that's true yeah but it does have these programmable buttons as well it does seem to have a lot more buttons than the previous remotes it also has a rather nice little voice finder function so if you lose the remote i guess you just shout you know remote where are you and it'll go beep 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 beep, beep. I'm, I'm under the sofa so that's kind of cool and then they kind of surprised all of us with this one amazon's first self-branded tv actual Mm, television and what's it called so it's called the fire tv omni omni and why omni uh, I don't know, um, but it's got Thank QLED. Because <laughs> it's always present in your living room. Oh. oh. Wait, does that have presence detection? That's a good point. That was oh, another thing, true. yeah. So it actually oh, yeah. knows mm-hmm. when you're in the room. So if you walk in the room, it can put something on screen. It could be an image or whatever. That's actually, you know, it's funny, right? Because obviously we leave all our TVs in standby. We all do. Um, but, you know, one of the things we always worry about, I guess, is leaving stuff on it, you know, costing us money with energy. How will this work? I mean, surely it's just going to power up and just use the same amount of energy all the time because it's basically well, on all the time, just sitting waiting for you to walk in the room. In one of hmm. the descriptions I read, it says, well, as soon as you leave the room, it will turn off. And when you turn back, yeah, when you come back in, it turns itself back on. So basically it goes into standby mode and out standby mode. I have a question. Which is quite cool. Yes. What happens if you've uh. watched eight episodes of The Sopranos in a row? Yes. And you're in a coma. And you... <laughs> And you're sitting there and you haven't moved. You're Homer Simpsoning the coat the sofa um, by just basically getting stuck on it. And you haven't yes. moved for eight hours. Does this thing know you're still there? Does it sense a pulse? Yeah, what's it sensing? Yes. Yeah, what is it sensing? If it's anything like the, sh- the spinny show 10, then it uses ultrasound to detect movement in the room and it uses the camera to look for faces. Oh. So, yeah. I don't think there's a camera in this, is it? Well, maybe there is. You'd think it would have. It does have microphones built in, so you mm. can use hands-free Lady A commands. Um, it comes in... Now, this so the, is the interesting bit. Sorry, Robin, there you go. Well, I was just going to say that the shows with cameras have got Zoom built in, so maybe, you know, it could be used for video conferencing, and that would need a camera, wouldn't it? So, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's got a camera, but, mm. yeah. I, I think there's still a lot of concern about having cameras in these devices, which I know in mm-hmm. some ways is kind of odd you know I, I, I remember a friend of mine saying to me i wouldn't have one of these amazon echoes in the house because i don't like the microphones all over the place and you know i don't like this and i don't like that and you know privacy and security and everything to me and then he proceeds to show me proceeds to show me his new smart lg tv which has got a voice remote and i'm like you know between that and your smartphone have you not yes. kind of misunderstood the, the thing here like you know <laughs> they're all listening to you anyway so forget it's who it. you trust. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, well, I mean, okay, you could trust LG because what are they going to do with it, right? Um, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> sorry, sorry, LG, you want to send me anything? Feel well, free, don't send you know, it to Stephen. I'm sorry, but what are they doing, right? I mean, you know, I don't think they're planning to take over the world <laughs> anytime alone. soon, are they? I don't know. with LG. Very um, nice TVs. Come in two sizes, 65-inch mm. and 75-inch. Sean, what will you hang on your wall? 75 inch obviously i need the uh the 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 larger blur for me so they start at 799 799 us dollars and that's for the 65 inch this uh, sorry 65 yeah 75 inch 1099 us dollars 
What do you think about that? So that's high them? end, what? isn't it, for for an Amazon product? They're obviously not because you know they're known for their um, cost efficiency. Yes, well, so, that was the thing, wasn't it? It was always that whatever you know, you, you didn't worry about what Amazon brought out because it was always going to be affordable. It was always going to be fifty dollars, whatever it was. It was fifty dollars, um, but not yeah, anymore. But this is this is interesting because you can pick up. I mean, TVs are so cheap and affordable now, right? You can pick up a fifty-five inch for two hundred dollars. So, what are they aiming at here? They obviously they're they're not bothering with that demographic. They're they're aiming for something. They're aiming for those Samsung frames. They're aiming for those high end TVs. Uh, which this is an interesting QLED, move from Amazon. Yes. Which I, th- I think QLED is nice, I think. Oh, yeah, very nice. Look, all the features. It's got Dolby uh, HDR10. It's got, uh, is it Dolby Atmos as well? It's got built in, did it say? I mean, yeah. it's got all, all the protocols, Vision. all those features you would want. And plus with those cool little features like the presence detection and things, this is a high-end television. And it just is mm-hmm. a strange move from Amazon. It just, you know, shows some sort of intent. I mean, some of the other things that are coming up at this, so it says that the built-in far-field microphones allow you to have the interaction with LADA. Uh, Amazon are also quick to note, though, that you can double, um, so you can disable the three mics um, with the flip of a switch, which is interesting, and fair enough, that's good. Um, You can also have the TV play music when the display is off. Hmm. So, you know, that, that kind of makes it, you know, a full entertainment system rather than just being for watching tv uh, also the maker of these uh the verges found it to be tcl that are going to be making mm, these of course TVs. It is. Uh, yeah. and i have to say i mean mark forever talks about tcl and he always raves about how great they are in terms of the picture quality so yeah i mean tcl hisense visio they're the ones who are kind of really doing the work which you know i always thought they were the kind of cheaper brands to be honest but they're not mm-hmm. really they're i mean hisense as well they do come up with some really good uh tvs and actually for a lot less money um, and and the, the clever thing I think is to be you know for a company like TCL to be getting involved with Amazon on this in the same way that Sony have with Google, um, JVC did actually with Fire TV because if you remember JVC they did the first uh, Fire TVs way back. Um, I think Toshiba did right. one as well for a while, but um, yeah, it seems that they've kind of decided well, to, think- to brand their own. This is more of a case, yeah, of Amazon approaching TCL and say what what panels can you supply to us and to make their own um yeah it's an interesting move and that's just the name I'm, the fire tv i mean come on it's getting a bit confusing now isn't it isn't that just the dongly stick the dongly stick the dongly stick the i've TV got a dongly stick. stick is that not yeah. called the fire tv stick but yes it is but yeah it's still got fire tv dongly okay brackets. moving on what's the next product there steven scott <laughs> Uh, this one, I have to say, this one kind of goes outside of our wheelhouse a little bit um, because this one, I bring it up because I, I like to let people know about what's out there. I mean, it may not be necessarily 100% useful to us three, but there are people out there who may find value in this. It's called the Kindle Scribe. It's the first Kindle with a pen. Let's hear more from the Amazon event itself uh, talking about this new product. Meet Kindle Scribe, the first Kindle you can write on. And I tell you, the best Kindle we've ever built. And most importantly, it just works. No syncing, charging, no batteries, just writing straight out of the box. Scribe is the only device in the world where you can handwrite sticky notes on millions of books from the Kindle store. And your notes are automatically organized in one central place so you can easily navigate to the page that inspired your thinking. Kindle Scribe combines this functionality with more world-class features, like a beautiful display that adjusts to your surroundings and gives you an optimal experience day and night. It can also do this and last weeks and weeks without ever you having to think about charging. Kindle Scribe will be available globally in time for the holidays, starting at $339.99. And that's with the pen included. (laughs) <laughs> and U.S. customers will get access to a wide selection of over 3 million ebooks with a free four-month subscription to Kindle Unlimited. I love that they say, oh, and the pen's included too. Well, geez, well, thanks. Is it, isn't that a dig at Apple? I mean, Well, probably, uh, yeah. You, you mean uh, the, the, the AirPods Pro 2? You know, you can use this uh, fantastic uh, lanyard thing now with it, um, but you've got to buy it, you know, separately. Yeah, exactly. Well, look... Uh, this is an interesting one. Did he say no batteries then? What was he talking about? Yeah, Just the or pen, charging. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, exactly. Um, and then you'd have to charge it for weeks. It, it's it's a bit of a niche niche product, don't you think? I mean, for that sort of price, couldn't you buy an entry level iPad? So 
Well, yeah, mm-hmm. there, is, there is another uh, product out there to rival this, uh, and that is called The Remarkable. Uh, there's a second version of that not long came out. I, I don't pay a huge amount of attention to these because for obvious reasons, it's not something I would ever use. So it's not something that we would, and, and I don't think a lot of VI people are going to use these. But then again, I, there was a period when I think back, when I kind of go outside the bubble for a second and think back to my younger days, uh, when I used mm. to uh, see a little bit better, e-text actually sounded quite appealing because it wasn't quite as glary as trying to read a screen like an iPad right. or a tablet. So, you know, actually mm. that might be okay. And, you know, think of this like a kind of notepad, I suppose. Uh, I mean, they were saying, for example, things like you could you could take a document on Word, you could email it to the device or, or send it to the device, and you'd be able to mark up as you go um, using the pen. I mean, this is the way a lot of it's going. I, I must admit, I feel outside of this world entirely because I don't do mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I haven't picked I, up a pen yeah. for about three years. Maybe longer, actually. I think. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I have to sign remember. things from time to time. <laughs> do you, Robin? What do you? What do you? Mortgages. Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Mortgages. Yeah. And I had to do, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do room service. That was the last thing I had to say. But uh, what the bill? Yeah, look. Yeah, exactly. For for students, though, I suppose you know, if you want to take notes when you're reading Kindle books, it does make sense. But I, it's just the price seems a little bit. I don't know. It seems like a funny price to me that. Yeah. Do we know if it's mm. an e-ink display or if it's a normal kind of LCD or whatever? Because some oh, no, of be the e-ink. it will be it will well, be. They're not e-ink, all though, yeah. are they? Wasn't the Oasis a a normal I LCD think you're screen? Right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I thought it was. I thought they were all e-ink. But no, I, I, there's a couple of departures from that. But yeah, generally speaking, but I think the contrast would vary. But mm. um, is it going to talk yeah. to me? That's all I care about. Can I read these well, post-it notes back? Will it convert it to my handwriting to something mm, or other? I, here's, I, here's an interesting story about these Kindle devices. So what they did was uh, Kindle, when it kind of moved away from the, the 3.5mm uh, headphone jack and they put, they put Bluetooth into it, uh, that meant you could actually take a Kindle, a regular Kindle, up to the Oasis, which is their kind of flagship uh, e-reader, and you could uh, you know pair up a, a you know whatever kind of bluetooth headphones you wanted and when you did that you could enable voice view now i'll just say that again you would have to enable voice view after you've paired the bluetooth headphone (laughs) so that was the first kink in that particular um armor is that the right thing i don't know um that's good enough yeah let's go with that but (laughs) but honestly that was that was the kind of the most craziest thing about it right you had to pair up and then activate the screen reader. So you couldn't really do it on your own. You had to get someone else or, or you had to get some assistance to do that. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it did have voice view built in. How that would work with a handwritten device like this, I don't know. I can't imagine. I, I don't know how this would so. operate. Yeah, I mean, you can do, um, you can write in Word, for example, you know, if you've got a, an enabled device like a Surface Pro or something mm, and yeah. their pen. But you can't access that. So oh, really? Yeah, so you not, can't not you us. can't turn that that won't even turn it into text for you. Well, you can do lots of scribbling on it, but I think maybe if you go into the there is a mode where you can do handwriting recognition, but that's not the default mode for annotating a word doc. Say, so because yeah, the purpose is it's... to actually physically write on it, isn't it? It's, that's what it's for. Yeah. It's just rascal things, out, isn't it? it's cross an things image. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a bit uh, yeah. But we should I, say when we're talking about Kindles that obviously there are Kindle apps on every single device, mm-hmm. and also on the A Lady, you can actually read a Kindle book on your smart speaker using her voice. So, yep. Now, look, there were a lot of products announced at this event. A lot of them I'm not mentioning because I know they won't be available in other parts of the world. So, there's no point in getting too excited about them. Um, some have never made it outside. I mean, I'm sick of hearing about Astro, the little robot. I've yet to see it. I've yet to see it. It's never come to the UK. It's never come to Canada. It's maybe I know it can't climb stairs, and so that means I know it can't swim across an ocean. So I understand that. But um, I'm kind of expecting someone to bring it. Um, (laughs) It's got a little periscope though, so it could trundle along. That's true. Yeah, I saw a a joke today on that one. Said I work at a periscope factory. I've I've had a bit of a difficult time, but things are now looking up. Um, I think that was a joke. Something like that. That's very good. Yeah. I think that was Billy B. I'm sure that would be Billy B. Of who course came up it's with Billy that. B. So, so yes. it's got to be Billy B. Who has the best Twitter account for jokes, honestly. Uh, regular listener to our show. Thank you, Billy. Uh, I want to mention this product as well because they are all about health and well-being. Again, this is one of these products. I'm not entirely convinced it will ever show up 
anywhere outside the US, but... Introducing Halo Rise. This is it. A device designed to change the way you sleep. Halo Rise is a first of its kind, bedside sleep tracker, wake up light, and smart alarm. It brings all of these features together into one powerful purpose-built tool that works silently and intelligently in the background to help customers understand and improve their sleep. With Halo Rise, there are no apps to activate, nothing to wear on your wrist, no batteries to worry about. Just get into bed and you're good to go. It doesn't have any cameras or microphones. It uses no contact, low energy sensor technology and advanced machine learning to sense movement and respiratory patterns. This allows it to accurately determine your sleep stages throughout the night. RISE uses sleep algorithms that are trained to track the breathing patterns of just the person closest to the device. So if there's another person in bed with you or even a pet, our algorithm is designed to detect that and only include your sleep data in your sleep summary. We added built-in environmental sensors that measure your room's temperature, humidity, and light. This gives you knowledge you can translate directly into results. In the morning, the optional wake-up light simulates the colors in gradual brightening of sunrise, creating a natural and gentle wake experience. While the smart alarm monitors your sleep stages and wakes you at an ideal time for getting up, helping you start the day feeling rested and alert. Halo Rise also works with Alexa, making your Amazon smart home experience even better. For example, just get into bed, and Alexa will automatically dim the lights in the bedroom, turn off the TV, and start a relaxing meditation. And you can pull up your sleep report on Echo Show by just asking Alexa. Like all Halo products, Halo Rise features multiple layers of privacy and security to keep data safe and in customer's control. You can turn off the sensor that tracks sleep at any time. All Halo Health data is encrypted in transit and at rest in the cloud. And you can easily manage and download your health data Halo Rise is $139.99 and will be available later this year. It comes with six months of Halo membership for access to even more resources aimed at helping customers move, eat, and feel better. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you, you know. say eat, move, eat, and feel better. Oh, I guess, yeah, everything, right? I mean, it's, you know, you, you, you feel better. Flight? Oh, well, okay. Well, Fair you enough. could, it's flat. So, you know, it's this little flat disc with the kind of almost like my little. Um, Mesh, Pony. my little uh, mesh Wi-Fi I've got. <laughs> Just that with a know, light on it. We have devices for tracking our sleep, namely, you know, Apple Watches, mm. and there's a million other devices as well. The question in my mind, though, is what do you do with that information? You know, you have not had a very good night's sleep. Yeah, that's right. I know. I don't think I have. Yeah. What do you do with it then? You know, and also, you know, take I, I think there's, there's, a, and say, there's a big question here, though, about data and who's gathering our data and for what purpose and what are they doing with it? You know, because that's the thing, right? It's okay saying, well, you know, this data helps me because X, Y, Z. Yeah, but where is that data stored? It's all very well, it's encrypted and all the rest. But, you know, a lot of people just seem to be gathering lots of information about it. Some people don't even know this information is being gathered. So I, I think that's a serious question to be asked about that. But that's another, that's for another day. I want to quickly mention Ring and Blink, which I didn't realize until today were two entirely separate Things I thought Blink and Ring, which are uh, security cameras with various degrees of, of functionality, indoor and outdoor, mm. um, I thought they were all under the same kind of banner. They are under the Amazon banner, but they actually are individual products, right, Sean? Because you've got the Blink. It is. I, why would they do that? I, I still don't. And mm. I, I believe there's also the Amazon Video Doorbell. So you've got Amazon Video Doorbell. You've got the Ring Video Doorbell. You've got the Ring Spotlight and Video Cams uh, security cameras. And you've also got the Blink security cams, all owned by Amazon. Yeah. Really strange. They should bring that all together. But, but the Blink, Blink cameras are great. I've got them. Yeah, the one update to the Blink is they've, they've created this little pan and tilt stand, which is like $29. And you take your existing Blink cameras, nudge, nudge, Sean, uh, you can take them and you can put them mm. inside this thing. And then, you know, that means you can, instead of having it nailed onto the wall or, uh, how would I do it, sellotape it onto the wall, um, then... Yes. You know, you can just have it sitting on a stand or a table. It's great if you maybe want to watch the pets when they're out or, you know, or well, you, when you're out rather than when they're out. Um, yes. That would be probably easier. Um, yeah. $30 for a pan and tilt stand for the blink. I mean, you know, I, I honestly not entirely sure if I would ever use that. Well, I definitely wouldn't. But still, it's a nice little accessory. You said during the event you'd, you'd like that. I never. I didn't say that at all. 
Or it is must it just be, spot yeah. plastic? Okay. Uh, no, no, we'll just be, yeah, I'll be moving around. From my mm. point of view, it, it's fairly pointless. I'm not going to pan and tilt it myself, right? The whole point of me having a security, security camera is that it records motion that I can you know, send to someone to have a look, hey, what's going on out here? Because mm. I can't do it myself. Yeah. Um, it just gives me alert as well for motion. So it's handy from that point of view. But yeah, not really for me, the pan and tilt. But I can, you know, for $30, it's amazing. Yeah, Unless it, it uses smarts to track something by automatically panning and tilting to keep it in frame. That's true. Yeah, I doubt it. Mm, not for that price. Not. Surely not. Well, there are a lot of other products. You'll, of course, read lots more about them, but I think these are the ones that have really interested us today. So, listen, thank you, both of you, for coming on and, and sharing your thoughts. Um, Sean, it's been lovely having you on the show, but Dean wants you fired. So I'll have to talk I to Mr. So F. I'm so sorry, Dean. And uh, see if we can get Robin God bless in you, Mr. F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all be up to Mr. F. I think you're safe. I'm going to okay. just say I think you're safe. Because Mr. <gasps> F thinks you are amazing. fabulous. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Dean. Keep listening. Robin, thank you for coming on Dot to Dot Podcast, the Echo Show Podcast, where even Mr. With Priest Sean, makes an appearance. With yeah. the amazing Sean. Yeah, yep. check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that is it from us today, though. Thank you so much for being here. And just a reminder, you can email us feedback at ami.ca. You can call us on one 803 4567 uh, If you're in the UK and you want to drop us a message on that voicemail, you can do so on the UK line, 0204-571-3354. Uh, that is it for us today. We have no show tomorrow, but we are back on Saturday. Mark Aflalo joins me. And then on Monday, we're back. Uh, Robin, we were going to talk to you about Audacity and some of the uh, new features because it's some really cool stuff. So, so do come back on. Uh, mm-hmm. and let's talk about that at a future date. But for now, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you again on Saturday for another Double Tap. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.